Picture this. It's late night and you've just landed at the airport. You get in your car and turn your attention to the dashboard, only to realize everything is blurry. This happened to me just last week. Spoiler, I made it home okay, but I knew I needed to see an eye doctor as soon as possible. I didn't have one, so I searched eye exam Sherman Oaks, which is my neighborhood. Google returned hundreds of thousands of results in just a few seconds. I poked around the first few websites and then I made an appointment. The whole process took about 15 minutes flat. How did Google understand what I was looking for? And how did those first few websites land at the top of search results? That's the topic of today's podcast. and welcome to the Practice Growth Podcast, the doctor's resource for marketing and managing a thriving healthcare practice. I'm Jessica Nyer. Search engines play a major role in our everyday lives, and yet most of us, myself included, only have a vague understanding of how they work. Luckily for you and me, I have someone in studio who knows a lot about search engines and how they influence patient acquisition. His name is Joel Headley and he is the Director of Local SEO and Marketing here at PatientPop. Joel, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Jess. Great to be here. Great. So if you had to define it, what exactly is SEO? Uh, SEO is really talking machine, right? Google is essentially a robot. It's not kind of a, you know, it doesn't have a form, but it goes out and it does uses these things called spiders and crawls the web. And that robot then... Uh, ingests your website or ingests information about your business and then combines it all together and decides what to show other people that are searching. And that and that robot actually has a few rules of it, its own. It understands things better than others and it understands them in a certain very hierarchical way. So you need to structure your website and your business so that Google, that robot, understands what your business is all about. Interesting. That's why the doctor showed up for me when I went to do a Google search is people obviously structured their website accordingly. How do you structure your website so you make sure you're found? Well, I, I think we there's there's lots of bits to this. I'm not sure I can go into everything, but there <laughs> um, there's pieces of your website there. Your each page has a title. Each page has a description and each page has content on it. And that content is usually has a headline, maybe a couple subtitles or subheaders. And so making sure that, again, you have to talk to the, the robot piece or the code and say, this is what the title is. And, and in your title, you want to describe information about who, who you are, where you do things and what you do, right? So you get your brand information in there, you get your services in there and you get your location in there. And that gives Google a really good idea of what you're all about or what that page is about and, and, and ultimately what you're about. So I know I'm like most people going online to find a doctor, but not everyone is like me going online first. Is it really important that a doctor handles their web presence or, you know, how are they found today? Yeah, I, I think this is something we get per, from providers. Hey, most of my patients are coming from... Uh, recommendations from their family, friends, or even other doctors. And uh, so we really wanted to understand this problem and figure out, is it worth their investment and time and money to 
to put up to put up a website to to make sure their online reputation looks stellar. And what we found is that people that get recommendations from friends and family, all of them, all of them go online and check the online reviews anyway. They're all going to read their website. So they're looking at some source online to figure out really is if this doctor is the right doctor for me. So Jess, even if you told me, hey, I had this great experience with my optometrist, I'm still probably going to go, hmm, I'm going to check this guy out, right? And even even for those doctors that get a lot of um, patients through other trusted providers, even those people, um, 44% of them are still checking an online source to decide if they want to go to that doctor. So even if my pedi- my family's pediatrician who's been working with my kids for over over a decade uh, even more than that I don't <laughs> want to say how old my kids are but um, uh, even if he said this is the person that you need to go see your su- surgery about half the time I'm going to still look that person up yeah. and figure out what's the feedback look like about this person online what's this person's website look like is it professional does it put his his or hers best foot forward. So there, there's lots of reasons beyond uh, simply new patient acquisition for people that are searching uh, brand new without any context to have a great presence online. So when I did a search, and I'm sure a lot of patients are like me, and the doctor showed up, there were plenty that didn't show up then that still had websites. Is that because they they don't put things in the right place on their website that they're not showing up or what is it? Uh, It it depends. That could be one of the reasons. Another thing that's happening is that Google more and more knows where the customer is at and how they react to that business. So um, one of the things that uh, Google collects is customer reviews. So you can go to Google and you see a star rating, whether that's 4.2 or 2.5. All that information Google uses to rank your business or your local listing in Google. So they get information from other locations. Another place they get information is from other mentions about your business across the web. So whether that's a link on somebody else's website or a profile page on some other publisher like um, Yelp, for example, or Facebook, all those feed this great robot that is Google and gives it information that you're not necessarily providing directly, but other people are giving it an idea of how important is your business and why it should show up first. So you keep mentioning Google. Is any other search engine important or it really is down to Google these days? Um, yeah, there's lots of other search, um, engines out there. I think most people are comfortable using Google and that that's, I mean, we say Google it now, right? Yeah. Uh, nobody really ever said Yahoo it. Um, <laughs> uh, but there is Bing and decide. So if you're the Bing type of person, that's search, certainly a search engine out there. Some of the search engines we don't think about very much though, are still used quite a bit. Think about Siri. Siri's not a great search engine. It's uh, terrible. (laughs) Never gets it right. Well, and I say that only because I don't think they're trying to be a great search engine. They're trying to do something a little bit different, but as people are using it as a search engine. Um, Another example might be Amazon's Alexa, which is 
again, it's another search engine. It's not, it's not quite built. It's really, it's focus is to buy, um, goods and goods, right? Not right. necessarily services like you were looking for, for your eye doctor. So, um, I, you know, there's search engines. It, it's probably a really great product search engine, yeah. for example, but maybe not, doesn't serve all your needs in a search engine. Google is probably the one search engine that's, um, and I think the reason why it's so popular is because it's been able to get so many different verticals into a single search experience. I agree. So I'm going to Google, but do you think that the doctors are missing out if they don't make sure their website also speaks to Yahoo and Bing and all the others? Well, there's something we say in search, you know, and and any marketing, you need to go where your customers are. Yeah. So if if people are searching on Apple Maps, you need you should make sure that your information is correct on Apple Maps, right? A lot of people have iPhones, right? A lot of people, for some reason, don't download Google Maps. Um, I worked on Google Maps, so, <laughs> so I like to. I think everybody should download it. But you know, some people use Apple Maps, right? And and um, and so you you have to realize, you know, get some analytics, understand where your customers are coming from. I mean, you could just talk to them too. How did you find me? Someone tell you about me and, oh yeah, it was another doctor and, or, or through my insurance provider. You can imagine another search engine, especially for healthcare is, are you listed on um, the places that insurance says here, you should try this doctor because they're within our network. So those are other opportunities and other kinds of search experiences that you need to be aware of to be able to take advantage of additional uh, new patient so, opportunities. Yeah. You know, it sounds like there's a lot of different places that doctors should make sure they're located, but they don't necessarily have the time to handle their websites and make sure they're found online. Are there services they can use or what does it look like for them? Well, I think you know, but... Um, <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean... Uh, we, we both work for patient pop, which is, uh, is a practice growth platform. So, um, and the face of it, it looks like maybe we provide a website. Um, but really we work hard to make sure that we integrate with your, uh, patient record system. So we understand who your patients are and how to get feedback from them so that you know how to improve your business. We uh, integrate with that system so that you get good calendaring and booking and appointments. And then we do something that we um, trigger online profile updates throughout the web. So we make sure that your presence looks good to any given person that's searching, whether it's on Google or on through Apple Maps or through Yelp, right? So, so we deliver this platform that really expands across the web to make sure your presence is updated. How long would it take a doctor? Let's say they don't use a service like ours and they just want to update their online presence on their own. Would it take a doctor a long time to, to do that? Um, I, I think not only would it take some time yeah. for a doctor to do it, but I think a doctor's time is much more valuable yeah, than taking the time to learn to do that. So, so we have, we have experts that have been doing this over and over again um, for different profiles and they know all the little quirks. I mean, they spend a lot of time sometimes on phone support lines with Google or other, other sites to make sure things are updated properly. And they know all these little tricks to make sure things get updated. I think, for example, we had a doctor call us the other day and, um, 
uh, Google provides these links in your local listing called services. And this link happened to go to a third party. It's called single platform. They typically do menus for restaurants, but it was also providing this link for a psychologist and nobody could figure out how to update it. This psycho this provider was pretty upset. How can I get, how can Google do this to me? Just paste this link in. There was a little quirk um, that we were a we knew and took advantage of, <laughs> and we were able to update the URL right. URL relatively quickly. But um, but it's just one of those things that, you know, I, I've seen bills from doctors' offices. They yeah. don't want to spend that kind of money doing learning a whole new uh, line of work. I think I'm sure they have yeah. their MD in one thing. They don't need an MD in another. Yeah, exactly. Um, Joel, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. And I understand this whole SEO and Google thing so much more now. Yeah, I happy to be here. And uh, I hope that eye doctor thing works out. <laughs> well, I'm wearing glasses, so it worked out. Yeah, good. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. The Practice Growth Podcast is brought to you by PatientPop. PatientPop enhances and automates each touch point in the patient journey. From first impression online to digital booking to post-appointment follow-up. With PatientPop, healthcare providers can attract more patients, manage their online reputation, modernize the patient experience, and automate the front office. For more information, visit patientpop.com.